0: Hi, I'm Judy Carter. I'm with Jason Medberry, and you're listening to the Power of Purpose podcast, where we talk about how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love. And I can't believe, Jason, how many people shoot themselves in the foot. Like, like
1: they do things that totally ruin everything everything that they built, right? Yeah, and it's even worse when they do that, when they're doing it and they don't even realize, like, they don't make the connection that, you know, things that they, especially like post online or to put through social media, could ever come back and bite them in the ass and ruin a, an opportunity later down the road.
0: Oh, yeah, because, you know, when you search for your name, your Twitter account comes up and your last tweets that's that, you know, that if they say like uh, Biden is a Satanist and eats yeah. children, chances are you're not going to be the keynoter for Bank of America. I'm just saying, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? I'm just saying because we're recording this um, the day before Biden's going to be inaugurated and mm. we're still reeling from all the videos yeah. of uh, the people posting themselves committing a crime.
1: Now, what did they say? They had like 60,000 hours of video footage to go through because there was so much posting from the January 6th attack that they literally don't have the manpower to go through the amount of people basically posting their criminal activities online. Like, I wonder what the, who the FBI agent who's, who's being assigned to that task to watch the endless recordings of live streams of people kicking in windows oh, yeah. and fighting cops and whatnot. Oh
0: my god, okay. Isn't that a lovely picture of you defecating yeah. in Congress? Boy, that's going to really look good and uh, serve you in your life. I was watching one guy who was going like, he's, he's He's, he's, you could you could. He's going. Oh my God! It's so wrong. They pepper sprayed us. Mm-hmm. It's like you smashed windows. You destroyed public property. You are trying to overthrow election. You want to hang the vice president of the yeah. United States, and you're looking to kill the speaker of the house. They did pepper spray. I, I, that's my favorite thing. Like they're yeah.
1: such babies.
0: Yeah, it's
1: it's been a really interesting sort of, I don't even know how to describe it, just thought like of just like the level of entitlement that's coming out of that, the level of disassociation. I think that's one of the biggest, most kind of concerning things for me is the disassociation that if I go and do all this stuff, I can record it, I can write about it, I can post it online, but then when it's done and it, it didn't work out, I'm not going to feel any, you know, accountability or any repercussions no or consequences. Any consequences. I and, know. And that's not how things work, guys. And I, I know. but and they, you don't have to be a terrorist attacking the Capitol in order to make these mistakes. In fact, it, creatives make these mistakes all the time.
0: It has worked that way for white mm-hmm. people. Yep. You know, uh, my African-American goddaughter was just uh, showing me, yeah. It's it's vanilla isis. Yep. That's what they're calling it. Vanilla Isis. And and this guy just was going, Not only the pepper spray me, but I I don't care. I'm trying to do something here and I bet I lose my job as a pastor.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well think about think about, you know, you know, Mike Lindell and the the my pillow guy. You know, oh, let's talk this, about this let's is talk about who that. Hitch their wand. wagon to, oh. to a train that they believe is going to 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 bring them something good. Now, regardless of your political beliefs, and it's we're not saying you can't have any political beliefs. We can't say you can't be passionate and outspoken about things you see in the world that you think are right or wrong. And no matter what party you fall into or what your political beliefs are, you have to understand. That there are ramifications, and that every company, especially if you're a speaker or a comic or a creative artist or whatever, when you get hired by someone, you are a brand representative. You represent that brand. It doesn't matter if you're coming in and doing a one hour keynote and then you never talk to these people ever again for the rest of your life, or if you're designing a billboard that is gonna go into their lobby. You become when you sign that dotted line and they write you a check, you are an ambassador for that brand. And you better believe that before they assign on an ambassador, they're gonna look you up. And they're gonna look you up thoroughly, especially in a you know, in a range of, you know, there's a lot of still a lot of outrage, there's still a lot of cancel culture going along. You have to understand that. And if you if you think, oh well, you know. I, I, I don't want to be limited. I don't want my speech, you know, I don't want, you know, my, my speech to be limited. I should be able to say whatever I want because that's what I actually feel. Hey, that's fine, but you're not going to be booking any gigs because of it.
0: Well, yeah. And it's interesting because, you know, comics make the most from corporate, right? Yeah. I don't care how many times you're on television, you've done movies, um, it's cor- corporations that actually pay. Um, the majority of money that real successful comics make. Mm. All right? It's just the way it is. And it's interesting now how the consequences are coming from corporations that, okay, my pillow guy who comes with his... Shirt half untucked right to the White House with his notes like available for reporters to copy and and, and see what he wants to do and what he's talking about. Um, but guess what? Bed Bath & Beyond no longer sells his pillows.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. A lot, so, of, a lot of companies are, are stopping distribution for his products. Now, now he's a very special case yeah. because he's going all in. I don't think he has any other options. He has been, you know, fully behind all of this from the beginning. So he has to go all in. And what I would like to say to the creatives out there, especially listen to the podcast, you, you are not, you do not need to go all in on anything. <laughs> Trust me. You can, you can stay on the sidelines in a lot of things in order to preserve, you know, your ability to land a gig later on. Um, Now, I have never gone through the experience of losing a client because of something they found on social media because my social media is is a wasteland. It's relatively barren. It's maybe uh, some funny cat videos and- Yeah, uh, that's safe. And uh, (laughs) what's it called? So retweeting onion articles or things like that. Yeah. But that's about the extent of it. The other thing I don't do, and this is policy for my company, is- I never promote anyone, any of my clients products on my timelines. You know, I work in marketing. I work in, you know, uh, you know, video production and in creating collateral for sales. And all the time my clients ask me, oh, you know, if you don't mind posting this on your personal social media, if you don't, I never do it. Never do it Hmm. because I am now hitching my wagon to their product or service. And For me, there's a couple problems. One, every client would ask me for it and my social media feed would literally just turn into a series of advertisements. But number two is I never, you know, I create collateral for brands to use. I do not become a harbinger of that brand and no creative ever becomes that. Now, if I was say given, if my company was given a huge, you know, contract where that was included, Yeah, okay, I would do it, but that would have to be one hell of a contract in order to do that.
0: Yeah, well, let's talk about, like, comics. Like, um, you know, Kevin Hart, Mm -hmm. um, who lost, you know, the Academy Awards because he, in the 90s or in the past, did a homophobic joke, right? Mm -hmm. And I gotta tell you, I was playing the comedy clubs back then, and pretty much it was really hard to find a male comic that wasn't um, you know, doing a real homophobic joke, something very derogatory to gay people. Mm-hmm. Why? Because at the time, gay people had to um, be secretive, mm-hmm. had to um, you know we couldn't we couldn't go like, that's not right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it just, it, there, we had no power. Yeah. And so it was really and very easy uh, target. Mm-hmm. And it was always a surefire laugh, you know, because yeah. it was sexual and it was putting something down. And there was and, you know, I mean, and so what's really hard is. Especially in comedy, mm-hmm. is to see where the wind's going. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely.
1: Like, and because yeah, and yeah. there's going to be a lot of editing for people in, for comics. The the other thing too is is like you have to remember like a, a comic is a very special a very special instance of this because a comic is being paid for their point of view. They're being paid for a unique perspective for some looking at things in an unusual way. That's going to make, make it funny for other people when they think about the same thing. So there's gotta be some relatableness to it. Like, yes, Bill Burr has quite a lot of comedy that makes people pissed off at him, but Bill Burr can still go and do a corporate gig because of the level of his, you know, his, his, his popularity, and he writes really funny, interesting. The way he puts it makes you think. So, but if you're just getting up there and just firing out, you know, vulgarities and ridiculous conspiracy there and that kind of stuff and it's not clever, it's not written well, it doesn't yeah. have doesn't make people go, "Hmm, that's interesting." Yeah, you're going to lose a bunch of bunch of games. Yeah, and we also
0: did. Didn't we do a podcast episode on cancel culture? Yes, we did. Yes. And did. all about that and, you know, and censorship and 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 all that. But I do think that Sometimes you can get a good laugh or you get some twiddle, Twitter followings or what mm-hmm. whatever it is because you did something outrageous that was horribly misogynistic, let's mm. just say. And I'm just going, um, is it worth
1: it? Yeah.
0: I mean, I... I don't think an Andrew Dice Clay could really make it right now. Oh, no. Oh, of course
1: not. No, absolutely not. I
0: mean, you look at some of the things on All in the Family Mm -hmm. where they used racial
1: slurs. And I mean, well, just look at old Disney movies (laughs) The Aristocrats, or The Aristocats, and, uh, and Song of the South. You can't even play those cartoons. On TV anymore because they're so racist and so they're just horrific. And uh, so it's it's not like people don't acknowledge that time has passed, but right now, especially now, where social media is a big big mm-hmm. part of people's research on you, you have to be incredibly careful about what you do. Now, comics, they get a little bit of leeway, but let's say you're a writer or a speaker or a visual artist or so, you know, something along those lines. Yeah, you have got to, you know, if you have to you have to weigh it out. You have to say, okay, this thing isn't very funny. It this is more offensive than it is funny. I don't actually believe this, but people who are posting this kind of stuff are getting new followers and things. You have to make that guess of is it worth doing this? Is it worth you know five years down the road losing a keynote for a business association because I did this one joke you know here that yeah, they've now been able I, to find. You know,
0: I'm very perplexed about all this, Jace, because. You know, I have a Twitter account. I don't use it that much. I really mm-hmm. do like um, Twitter to mostly see what other people are thinking, to put mm-hmm. my finger in the wind and see which way it's blowing. I love uh, following people who are extremely smart. Absolutely, and mostly yeah. it's, it's what I see for politics and more progressive politics. And, mm-hmm. um, and that's where I'm at with it. So I, so every time I go to post something I get really nervous and mm-hmm. I don't feel free on that medium because of this. And yeah. And I think it's detrimental because as creative people we really need to take those risks and put ourselves out. Mm-hmm. But you know it's really hard to go every single thing that we put out there is this going to be worth the consequences yeah am i no longer getting gigs you know in south carolina because of my politics
1: mm-hmm. do
0: i care that i'm not getting gigs yeah. in
1: south carolina well that's that's a real question you know? and that's that's when you're analyzing your career that's a real question now when you're starting out you're just trying to get people to acknowledge you so yes you're going to put a lot a lot of stuff out to just try to get things going but then again Anything that stops you and says, could this be cleverer? Could this be better? Could this be smarter? I think is a really good system to have. You know, you shouldn't just be firing off left and right without thinking about any consequence or any thought, because it probably means that the work that you're doing isn't that good anyways. You know, if you're just shooting from the hip, you're just firing rough drafts into into the world. And we all know rough drafts suck. You know, if there's a process you can put yourself through that says, all right, is this as clever as I can make it? Is this as smart as I can make it? Is this as unique as I can make it? You know, before you post, I have a feeling right there you're going to have a built in defense system, you know, versus because, you know, there's some really offensive stuff I've seen online. Anthony Jeselnik writes some of the worst things I've ever seen in Twitter, but he does it in such an it like such a weird you know, nod of the hat, wink of the eye kind of way that it's very hard <laughs> to to be, like, mad at him for it, you know? I
0: know, and there's there are targets, you know, we always have a thing with comedy. is like, whoever your target is has to deserve it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so now Joe Biden's really getting it for the old age jokes, right? Yep. Tons of old age jokes. And, I mean, is it going to be, like, a year from now is, like, okay, you're an ageist, you know, yeah. and you dissed old people, bored, defensive old people, and so, you know, we're going to cancel you out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it gets to a point of absolute ridiculousness of all of this at a certain point. So I think the point of this, this, you know, right now is if you're going to commit a crime Perhaps leave your cell phone at home. Mm. (laughs) Don't put on a mask. You know, you don't need to document
1: everything you you do. You don't
0: need to document. You had a bowel movement. Good for you. It doesn't mean we have to put it on social media. Mm -hmm. Because people are watching. People who could hire you are listening. And just make sure what you put out there is going to fit the kind of work you want to get. So, for your special gift, go to themessageofyou.com. That's themessageofyou.com and get your free one-year subscription to The Message of You University, which is full of lessons to help you find your message and turn it into a book, a TED Talk, or a paid speaking career that's the